Welcome to this week's Instrument of Comics. I'm Alex Eschbach. And it's me, the soothing sound of Matt Golden. And this week we are talking about Marvel Rising Initiation. Yeah, we are. But you know what? I haven't seen you in a bit. How you been, buddy? You been all right? Yeah, I've been pretty good. How about you? Uh, I have been fucking incredible. Best week of my life. I'm sure they're just going to disappoint and just be sad to hear. Well, why is this the best week of your life? Uh, there's literally no reason why it's in the best week. I'm just, I'm in a really great mood right now. You just now. discovered uppers this week? Yeah, or? I am on 17 Adderall right now. I was going to get 17 different antidepressants. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> I highly recommend Your taking... lows are real low, but. <laughs> I just usually sleep it off. Yeah, that's not a sign of depression or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. No, okay. Like 14 hours of sleep at a time. Well, let's do something that people who aren't depressed do and escape to a fantasy world. Uh, <laughs> and talk about Marvel Rising Initiation. Uh, Marvel Rising Initiation is a 22-minute uh, series you can watch on YouTube. It's six uh, shorts that are all put together as well. Is it six? I thought it was three. Holy shit. Pretty sure it's six. I, um, you're probably right. I don't know. And there's also a comic book series that goes along with it. And then eventually it'll be an 80-minute movie. Uh, this is just kind of like a mini prequel before it. This is going to be a movie? Yeah. Not like a, uh, not released in theaters, I believe, but well, released on I, Disney. I fucking hope not. Yeah, it should be on the Disney Channel. Oh, well, okay. Like, I need there, to tailor my yeah, expectations. Like there are other animated series, like the Avengers animated series oh. and the Spider-Man animated series. Yeah, I didn't, so. know, I didn't know about these things until I got on YouTube <laughs> and was like, oh, there's a bunch of animated shit here. Yeah. It's, uh, as you can see, research is not the strong point of everyone for this podcast. No, yeah, there's about 30% research uh, that goes on, and it's all Alex. Yeah, and it's mentally taxing. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to think that I provide more than enough not research to, to make up that 70%. But memorizing initiation, uh, the 20 minutes that you can see on YouTube for 22 minutes, uh, it essentially tells the story of Spider-Gwen from the comics, who's known as Ghost Spider. In the series. So first off, what did you think of that name change from Spider-Gwen to Ghost Spider? Uh, the name Ghost Spider is fucking cool, but I know who the character is, so I'm like, what the fuck it, It's is weird. This? But like, I also like, I was a big fan of it at first, but then I realized like, you really can't have the character's name be their actual name. Because that would just make them the worst secret identity ever. That's worse than Clark Kent's uh, sunglasses and taking away the curl. Uh, I disagree. That That is probably one of the greatest disguises <laughs> of all time. That would be like if your superhero name was Johnny Matt Golden. <laughs> like, who is this Johnny Matt Golden? And you appear on the scene, you're like, I don't know, but he's the greatest superhero I've ever seen. <laughs> I just put on a, a pair of sweet shades. And yeah. <laughs> like the Johnny Bravo superheroes. Oh, all right, all right, all right. That's what Johnny Bravo says, right? Yeah, I, I'm sure that's exactly <laughs> what he says. He just talks about chicks all the time. Yeah. Anywho, let's talk about Marvel Rising some more because I hated it. I, I didn't hate it at all. What? Um, this is clearly a show for like six-year-olds and you didn't hate it? Yeah, because like I knew I wasn't the target audience for uh, this show. Well, if what are you I, talking about? The target audience isn't like 33-year-old <laughs> men? Like, I knew if like I had a kid around this age, especially a young girl too, Like I thought it would be awesome that they watched and enjoyed this. Like There are moments like I like... There's a moment in their series where Squirrel Girl and Miss Marvel, they're friends, and they, as superheroes do, 
they fight Spider Gwen over a misunderstanding because there's that common trope that uh, that we see in all superhero genres or mediums, I should say. Uh, and Spider Gwen is fighting a squirrel as Miss Marvel and Spider Girl. I uh, just talk about cupcakes and which one they want to eat. I personally hated that, but like if I was five years old, I'd probably think that was hilarious. No, it's so dumb. They really fucked a lot of Squirrel Girl up for me in this, and it made me super mad because I love Squirrel Girl. Uh, Ryan North's comic, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, is one of the coolest things on Marvel going on. Check it out. It's hysterical. It's funny. It's everything that uh, a quirky comic should be, and this did not do it justice. It is a great series with art by Eric Henderson, and they've been doing the series together since they launched it. Uh, and Miss Marvel is also a great series, too, by G. Willow Wilson. That's what I think is really cool about this series, is that it's very female-oriented. And I think Marvel knows that a lot of... Now, families obviously are going to see Marvel movies. Uh, moms and dads are taking their young girls. So why not have a show in mind with a bunch of female leads? Uh, as I think the idea is beautiful. I think the idea is wonderful. However, the execution is terrible. The guy that comes to arrest... Uh, what is it? Uh, Ghost Spider. Uh, his name is the Patriot. He's been trained by Captain America. And he he's... stops her. Hold on, hold on. He stops her by saying, Hi, my name is Patriot. That's how he apprehends what he believes is a criminal. By introducing himself. <laughs> and Patriot <laughs> is from that. the comics, and he was trained by uh, Falcon whenever he had the mantle of uh, Captain America. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, ever. I know, I liked, uh, we should Matt mention one of the other main characters, Patriot. Uh, oh, please tell me he's not a fucking main character. This guy's awful and he's so stupid. But one of the other leads we see in this uh, initiation series is Quake, uh, Daisy Johnson. And I think it's really cool that it's the same actress who plays Daisy on Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought that was a nice touch to kind of keep their universe insular in a way. Cool. I said in a very John Oliver type of way. Uh, I don't give a shit. This is so... Well, that's because dumb. you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's actually yeah. true. That's a fair point. That's actually a really solid point. Yeah. Uh, one point for Alex is zero points for Matt. Um, do that. Well, thank goodness. I, we really just need to get, like, a dry race board up here so we can just keep tallies <laughs> yeah. every time. And at the end of the week, one of us just gets to beat the shit out of the other one. I think is how we'll do it. I really... I, I don't think that really... I think you really misinterpret a lot of the comic books you read. <laughs> I don't know where you get that idea from. You just read the Punisher, and you're just like, you know what? This is based in reality. <laughs> this is an autobiography. <laughs> I just look at the pictures. Is that too much? Like, uh, it's a comic book, right? Uh, there's also a Marvel Rising comic book series that's a companion to the TV show. Uh, in the initiation, Miss Marvel and Squirrel Girl are already friends. In the comic, uh, it's basically how they met and became uh, bonded and became friends. And issue zero is actually <laughs> free on Marvel's website. You can read it on Comixology. Uh, or however you choose to read your comic digitally. Uh, and it's written by Devin Grayson. What do you think of that uh, singular issue? Stupid. <laughs> Dumb. I hated it. Again, I read the Squirrel Girl comic pretty religiously. I love it so much. It's so funny. And the art's really clever. And all the jokes are really clever. They even have like a little running dialogue at the bottom that's not really uh, anything to do with what's happening necessarily in the comic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And this tried to ruin Squirrel Girl for me, and I'm really pissed off about it. It's like, I'll tell you, it wasn't the best thing I've ever read. Uh, for a companion piece, I did like it because it filled me more on the backstory, 
However, you'd probably be happy to know that the other issues like the Marvel Girl or the Miss Marvel Score Girl, a Marvel Rising, number one, number two, they're written by Devin Grayson, also co-authored by Ryan North. Good. Uh, and you, Lil Wilson, who mentioned earlier, writes Miss Marvel. That's fine. Now, here's my thing. If you say something is good, but it's not the greatest ever, that is essentially, in your mind, a scathing review of something. <laughs> that is an indictment of it. Terrible. Um, I hated it. <laughs> Six out of ten. <laughs> yeah. No, it's more like, it was the worst thing that I've ever read. Give it eight out of ten. Uh, that's not true. I gave Weatherman a zero out of ten last week. Yeah, he's your... You're very, uh, I hate you. <laughs> so, I mean, I did like, too, how in this world they did expand a little bit more on the Marvel Universe at large. Uh, we got to see her best friend, Ghost Spider, get turned into an inhuman by the Terrigen Mist, which is cool. He had a tragic death, which in the Spider-Gwen comics, that character is actually Peter Parker, and they changed it to a guy named Kevin. I guess because <laughs> they didn't want to make it too confusing for people. Uh, which I can understand, but sure. I mean, Kevin seemed less tragic to me as a long-time reader than Peter Parker dying. Uh, but what are you going to do? Man, make Peter Parker die in the first eight minutes of this <laughs> TV show. That, that's yeah, that would be great for five years old just to watch Spider-Man die. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And for like long-time readers of Spider-Gwen, there's a couple Easter eggs for the world. Wait, wait, wait. Are there long-time readers of Spider-Gwen? How long has this series been going on? For four years, so a long time. I guess. Um, that's practically an eternity. Uh, in the comic book world, there yeah. really is. Uh, so she plays with her band, the Mary Janes, uh, which is from the comics as well. They, uh, It's all about reefer, is what this <laughs> band is about. <laughs> I don't I don't recall that. I did watch this twice. <laughs> so it was a very like, subtle reference. It wasn't like Puff the Magic Dragon yet. I but know Mary Jane said that she wanted to do some rewrites. So maybe she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think my name might be a double entendre. <laughs> She's going to make her own, basically, in the movie, it's just going to be about them, and it's going to be a sublime cover band. Oh, my God. Did they practice Santeria? If they did, like, I would just watch that nonstop. <laughs> I would never watch anything else related to superheroes. It'd just be that every time. Uh, excellent. I fucking love that. I'm now 100% hooked <laughs> on Marvel Rising. Okay. So, at the very end, though, she gets Squirrel Girl Miss Marvel on her side. After she shows him a bracelet uh, that shows that she was Kevin's friend. Uh, she shows him the nerdiest friendship bracelet of all time. Was it supposed to be the coolest friendship bracelet of all Hold time? On. It only had two letters on it. K and G. For Kevin Garnett. <laughs> yeah, she's a big Kevin Garnett fan. Uh, but that was Kevin's name. He was Kevin Garnett in uh, an alternate reality. One of my favorite moments sure. actually happened at the end. <laughs> whenever she's apprehended by Patriot and Quake. And they're taking her to the station to be interviewed by Captain Stacy, who is Quinn's father. Um, and she tells all these details. And Quake lets her go, which I like that. I mean, obviously, Quake is eventually going to hide with her. But it shows her background, too, as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, that she's able to pick up on these things and realize that she may be going after the wrong villain the entire time. Yeah, I need to back up real quick because <coughs> Captain Stacy sounds like the least intimidating captain I've ever heard. Captain Stacy. On the job. Sounds like a uh, 70s cover band of Captain and Tennille. No, 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 oh, no? it's not. Okay. It sounds like somebody who is trying to come in and take over the roughest, toughest police force with a soft touch. I would watch Captain the show. Captain Stacy. In fact, that's what I hope the movie is about. <laughs> I, if only. I did. One thing I really liked, too, it was weird because there was another part where I hated it for uh, similar things, but I really enjoyed the fight choreography. 
uh, in the first fight where Spider-Gwen is fighting with the police force trying to escape. I thought that was really well done. But then later, whenever she's sparring with Squirrel Girl and Miss Marvel, uh, whenever they do the anime fight style, like that to me yeah. was too much. I would say out of the 21 or so minutes, you got about six minutes of bullshit fighting happening. There is not a lot of dialogue, and when there is dialogue, it's pretty fucking shitty dialogue. It's not great. Nothing that happens in there, I'm like, oh. Well, I'm sorry that Kevin Feige didn't take his time out to to produce this animated short. He did. He actually did. This is his written, directed, voiced by Kevin Feige. (laughs) Everything uh, here was done by Kevin Feige. He's a genius, but he really missed the He actually staked reputation on this. (laughs) So... What you're telling me is that you will not be watching the 80-minute movie. Of course I will. I will be watching it with a uh, Marvel Rising hat on. I was going to tell you that... Yeah, I was hoping you would say no. Because I was going to say, yes, you will. probably doing an episode of that movie. Uh, so that means you'll be coming back to it. Kill me. That, uh, just a uh, fair warning to everybody. The Marvel Rising movie review that we do will be only Alex. I'm <laughs> sick that day. It's really weird. Okay. Without a jokey answer... What what was one part that you actually enjoyed? Uh oh man, that's tough. There were there was not a lot there. Um I enjoyed one thing that Squirrel Girl said and I can't remember what it was. There you go. That's cool. not a joke, that's yeah. true. I she made a, a joke and I was like huh. <laughs> And well, that was my favorite part, I guess. Like my favorite part was probably the fight in the beginning with her with the police force stuff that was really well done for an animated TV show that's going to be on a TV network. Uh, was meant for kids. On a scale of one to ten, I'd probably give this about a six for myself. If I was a five year old, I'd probably give it an eight or a nine. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, come in with the uh, the ranking of a two on this one. If I'm thirty year old Matt, so it's better than the Weatherman. Oh, fuck Not you. the awesome Nicolas Cage movie. Fuck you, bruh. Uh, and if I am a five-year-old, I am giving this a three because it still sucks. It's weird. Like, it's hard to compare. Like, obviously, you can't compare it to, like, Batman the Animated Series because that's the pinnacle of animated oh, yeah, TV shows. But right now, I don't think it's as good as the Avengers TV show that they do, which isn't great, or the Spider-Man TV show on Disney XD, which is better. But it was only a 20-minute preview of what uh, we're supposed to get. So it's kind of hard to tell. And some shows do find their footing after a little bit. Like the Spider-Man show definitely got better as it went on. was able to expand the universe a bit more. I just hope that they focus on different characters going forward. Because I don't know how much uh, Ghost Spider I can take. Uh, I was not moved. I didn't care at all about this character. I, I, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure eventually they'll form as a team at some point to go after the Inhumans who are the real problem. Yeah, let me tell you. The Inhumans <laughs> on ABC is the real problem. Thank God they canceled it. Yeah, it's gone. It doesn't, it doesn't have to keep you awake at night anymore. Yeah, little known fact, uh, you can thank uh, Squirrel Girl, Ms. Marvel, and uh, Ghost Spider for that. They're the ones that got that show canceled. Much better in humans. although Squirrel Girl's originally a mutant and a teacher turned human, which still bugs me. Ms. Marvel's in Inhuman, which is fine. And I guess Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, would be a mutant technically, but not mutant by birth. If the plot for this was they were trying to get that show canceled, do you think that would be a much better plot? <laughs> is that, is that if they want, like, full, like, Deadpool, like, meta discussion? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would last a lot shorter on Disney. <laughs> They'd be like, we're not green lighting this. There'd just be someone, an angry animator, stick animations that they put on YouTube. Uh, I'm fine with that. It's probably still better than this. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week's History of Comics. Next week, we're going to be delving into part two of Why the Last Man for our classic series. Uh, as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters. And please like and subscribe and download and all that stuff. Like, like, just pretend I'm Logan Paul, your favorite YouTuber, uh, telling you to do this at the end of my video. You, you, I, I wish you guys wouldn't do that. <laughs> for the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I am the unbeatable squirrel girl. And Janine Easy.